Okay, like right now? Right now. How about right now? Sure. Like okay, now, we're live. Right yeah. second? Hello, hey. hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Monster. This episode's going to go discussion. off the rails. <laughs> it's, it's already off the rails. But before we get started <laughs> off the rails, uh, let me remind you first that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at bipcot.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also covered by Brandenburg v. Ohio 1969, which ruled that the government cannot nice. punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything said here on Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion is entirely hypothetical. Uh, this is episode 172, which I can't remember the title that I already titled it, so... Um. Yeah. We'll just call it one seventy-two. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just one seventy-two. I, just I, I one seventy-two. Make make people think. I gave it some funny name that I I, I don't know. I don't remember. It was dumb. But uh, yeah. Give, give the Q give the Q guy something to argue about on eight uh, chan. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? <sighs> oh no! They're starting trying to trying to look it up. They're starting a and on. A pianon, pianon, pianon. Is that be a good one? There's there are clubs for that in Amsterdam. Um, there is a club for everything in Amsterdam. <laughs> that's, I mean, uh, technically, nothing that's, is off limits there. <laughs> that's that's both disturbing and gives credence to the free market. <laughs> it's it's it definitely yeah. comes with a price, but everything oh. is on the table. Supply and demand, we're, man. Supply we're under the demand. table. There's hey, on the table, the, under the table, or, over or, the table, next to the in, table. Or they are the table? Somehow inside the table. Yeah, they, they are the table. Hey, there's there's places in like California where that's the case. Where you can have the, the hot <sighs> chicks as your table for like a sushi bar and stuff. So I've been told, yeah. I don't know, I don't go to California. but Just kind of reminds me <sighs> of that uh, scene from A Clockwork Orange at the Milk Bar where the yeah. tables were shaped <laughs> like naked ladies. Yeah. Hey, some women are into serving. So, oh, the old in out, in out. <laughs> uh, greetings, talk about dude. a movie that could not be made today, like at all. <laughs> the, where he murders a woman with a giant dildo? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> wow, that's not where I thought this podcast was going. <laughs> And the first going to be off minutes. the rails quickly. Uh, Three minutes. Yeah, we. Man. Yeah, we have Eric who's drunk, and thank you again yeah, for filling in at the last minute. There. No problem. No problem. Uh, and Andrew that likes to talk, and Eric that likes to crack jokes. Sometimes. And uh, yeah, this is going to be really easy. And boys and girls do not. It's going to be really easy for sense. me. That is the biggest joint you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> I. I'm going to go on a little vacation. <laughs> Andrew took that sublime song and just like, I'm not smoking two of them. Yeah, you know <laughs> how many that guys. adds up to? Like, was it two in the morning, two at night, two in the afternoon? So that's six right there. I think y'all have listened to that sublime song much longer than I have. I'm from California. Uh, yeah, I've listened to it a lot. I've loved a lot. Sublime um, comes on the radio. That's like uh, a switch. 
That's like that's like anything made after like 2004. Pretty much. Just switch. Pretty much. Yeah. It's right. I saw something the other day with like some artist. I don't even remember their name, but it was something ridiculous. And they're like apparently some like SoundCloud rappers. Is SoundCloud rapping still a thing? I don't know, but <laughs> like it was something, and I'm like, who the hell is that? What <laughs> why is this being advertised? I've never heard of this person. What is oh, that's okay? Oh. That's okay. Not too long ago, I discovered the wonders of the band called Monster Truck. So oh yeah, like yeah. shitty southern rock. It's right up your alley. I, I have them on a couple of Spotify playlists. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andrew Andrew likes Nickelback. I do not. No, <laughs> I'm not not Pearl, them though than Pearl Jam. Not Pearl to Jam. To but... the uh, Deadpool clip of him uh, defending Nickelback for like four and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be as insane as Wade to want to defend Nickelback. <laughs> That's that's okay. My guilty pleasure band is Theory of a Dead Man, which ba- is basically Nickelback. So, uh, but slightly cleverer lyrics. Yeah, just a little bit. It's not terrible. Yeah. yeah. Jason is now finding out much more about me, and he's now. Oh, I should not have sent that. I should not have that sent like that this. <laughs> no. But uh, since we're on the subject of bands, I don't nice. know how this is a good segue. Uh, Eric Adams, he's the new, he's the new mayor of New York City. Oh yes, uh, he lifted the Plant-based vaccine mandate. Life. Eric he Adams. lifted the vaccine mandates for millionaire performers, but not us peasants. No, no, you plebs need to stay yeah. in line. Yep, you guys need to you guys need to learn your cast. Yep, exactly. Yep, but uh, New York has discovered some previously unknown science on COVID. It turns out that millionaire entertainers don't need to be vaccinated after all. Mayor Eric Adams is going to provide an exemption for athletes and other performers from the city's private sector vaccine mandates. It comes at the perfect time. The NBA playoffs are less than a month away, meaning Kyrie Irving will be able to play in home games for the Brooklyn Nets once again. Uh, Meanwhile, the the MLB season is just two weeks away, meaning the unvaccinated players for the New York Mets and New York Yankees will also be able to play. Fuck the Yankees. Unfortunately, the coincidental timing does not extend to everyday New Yorkers. While Irving, who has an annual salary of $34 million, and other unvaccinated athletes and performers are free to are free from the mandate, the unvaccinated peasants in New York City still have to live underneath it. But Adams is a generous ruler. While unvaccinated adults are still barred from the workforce unless they can shoot a basketball, Adams is finally lifting the vaccine mandate for preschoolers, which actually won't happen until April 4th because, you know, science yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's all like about science strap, yeah i would I love, love to strap these people in the chair and just you know just start sticking them with the cattle prod until they told me exactly how they came to that date yes Come on. uh adam's two track governance for the rich and famous compared to every day isn't exactly surprising Adams loves the celebrity of being mayor and running the Nets or ruining the Nets playoff chances or the beginning of the season for the Mets or Yankees was never going to reflect well on him. Nope. He's channeling his inner LaGuardia. Yes. So this is where we pull up, you know, early 2000s Rush Limbaugh, where he uh, equated uh, politicians with uh, Hollywood for ugly people. <laughs> well, I mean, he knows. <laughs> That that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it is a popularity I contest, mean, I mean, right? Pelosi, so, Pelosi, Feinstein, <laughs> Boxer. Oh, God. 
that and I and I hate to give Rush one, you know, but he definitely nailed it. I, uh, and Limbaugh had a few pretty good little quips here and there, yes. like Broken know, Watch. He, I mean, even even David Hogg had one that was wasn't terrible. Yeah, well, fucking uh, AOC. I found myself agreeing with her the other day when she was criticizing the idea of a no-fly zone over yes. Ukraine, and like, are you do understand that's a declaration of war? Like, you do understand that, right? Yeah, in that <laughs> whole thread, I said we we have to praise her when she gets something right. Uh, you know, yeah. i.e., just plain common sense that most people actually know already, but <laughs> she was actually ballsy enough to to voice it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, most of the people in her party are so dumb that they're just like, I mean, they're NPCs. They're just like, yes, no fly zone. No fly so. zone. Must shoot down <laughs> Russian planes with NATO. With NATO. Oh, planes. yeah. Red, what's the red man bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red man bad. You know, I, the funny I still stick part... by that AOC as a GOP plant. Just to make them look as more stupid than they actually are. But Ooh, is that a is that a peonon theory? <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely peonon. Yeah. <laughs> is another thing that's why we you heard it here, folks. Eric is peonon. Yeah. <laughs> I have the documents by my water container. I have the documents. We have receipts. All right, we have the receipts. <laughs> Peonon. That should be actually that should really be a thing. <laughs> no. Well, give me twenty five minutes on uh, on eight chan. I, c- I can make it a thing. <laughs> you know the thing is though, like that that's another one of those that's why we need like merch for this show because now we can have a peonon. A peonon. Yeah. <laughs> Just make the text follow, yellow. Follow the yellow stream of truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just peonon in some kind of pale yellow text. <laughs> It's Calvin. It's it's Calvin, and he's peeing on something. <laughs> you can make the you can make the pee stream into a pee, you know. Well, and it sounds like peeing on, so you know, Calvin yes. makes sense. Just have yeah. him playing a piano because he's a pianist. That that one was a little bit too. Far. Okay, Mister. Okay, Mister Pottymouth. Right. I withdraw my statement and yield back my time <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> Oh, this is why nobody listens to us. We got too much podcast. This is a very fine podcast. Do not listen to Jason. (laughs) (coughs) That was a a callback to that episode of uh, Animaniacs where they had Beethoven. And he kept calling himself a pianist. And they're like, okay, Mr. Pottymouth. Adams is undermining the rule of law. Uh, by ensuring that it is not implied equally. There's no scientific justification for why Irving should be allowed to return to work in the Barclays Center, but not, as Staten Island Councilman Joe Borelli pointed out. The if area is ushers... a science, then it is science-based. <laughs> <laughs> or polling. Yes. <laughs> polling or accounting, yeah. But uh, the area's rushers, uh, ursh, or the arena's ushers and janitors can't return unless they're, uh, they're they got the jab. Oh no! Yeah, makes lots of sense. The dudes were breathing hard, spitting everywhere. That's it's fine if they're not vaccinated, but uh, these guys well, who you know are just the lowly peons. You know, it's it's a feudal system in New York. You got to remember that. So yes, yeah. Well, peon on theory is uh, the Steinbrenners um, made a call, and that's why he lifted it. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. 
It's actually probably very close to the truth, too. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> You're going to do what to the playoffs? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> uh, as with many prominent dom- Democrats across the country, Adams is not following the science. He's adhering to COVID panic until it collides with other issues that Adams places at a higher priority. Um, in this case, the NBA playoffs and MLB opening day. Yeah, I mean... I love the sass that they used in this article. This is a Washington Examiner. Yeah, but not for us lowly peasants. No. <laughs> Actually, for a Washington Examiner uh, story, this is this is a little bit sassier than usual. Yeah. It sounds like whoever wrote it had their uh, feathers ruffled quite a bit. Uh, probably. Yeah. Probably a Red Sox fan. Yeah. Either that or like... Go Bo really, really big into that whole class theory thing. Also entirely possible. Yeah. Casey, Casey couldn't tell that I'm a Bo Sox fan. Yep, yep. Right there is that that red beat in the back. (laughs) Yeah. You guys signed Trevor Story. I hope you lose this season. He should should have been a giant. I'm baseball agnostic. I really don't care either way. So (laughs) that's all right. You don't have to be perfect. That's right. I don't have to be. You're allowed to be wrong. That's all right. <laughs> I'm a 43 well, year old redhead. I'm used to it being wrong. Quite you guys often. don't have any. You guys don't have any baseball in Louisiana, huh? No, no, no. The nearest no. we have to go to is Houston. So Ew. we get the Astros. Fucking yeah. cheaters. Yeah, who wants to be a fan of the Astros? It's Nolan Ryan is no longer on the team. There is no reason to cheer for them. Nope. No, they're the cheaters. They're the sign stealers. Yep. Although all the team still signs, but uh, that's what happens when they're, you know, politicians that can hit a ball. Yep. Or something. That was a flat joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Didn't work out well. That one didn't. Work. <coughs> no. You get them on the next one. I almost choked on my electrolyte. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. That color also. <laughs> Dude, you need to hydrate. It shouldn't be that color at all. Yeah. <laughs> you might have an infection of some kind. That's... Well, see, I watched Bear Grylls the other day, right? In the medical field, they call that proteinuria. Mm, that sounds uh, delicious. Yeah, too much protein in the in the urine. Oh. Um, I don't have a way to segue it off that one. Um, what, I don't know what one we're going to. My proteinuria to... bit didn't do it. No. Well, damn. What a coincidence that that wouldn't create a segue. Who would just guess? Oh. I mean, you can I'm go not, to the I'm not, one. You know? I'm, I'm not picking up what you're peeing on. <laughs> Another great million dollar shirt idea right there. Yeah. Oh, you want to go to the, the hidden article that I didn't put on the article list? The uh, those are always so. Uh, I like I like to do this thing where I'll, like I give the guys the, the list of articles that I, that I, I want to bring up, uh, but I'll keep one aside, and then so I can spring it on them, so yes. I can get like a, a genuine reaction to it. City spent three hundred and fifty thousand dollars on lighting for a park that closes after dark. <sighs> if I had glasses, see. this is the part where I take them off and rub. Yes, you, know, you would just nose, like you would just channel all of the Tommy Lee Jones uh, in the reaction. Uh, the city of Miami has taken strides uh, to, posit- to positively react to climate change. 
though money earmarked towards solar lighting has drawn attention. According to the city, improvements at Alice Wainwright Park began in May 2021 with the installation of approximately 1,125 linear feet of new sheet pile and concrete, creating a resilient structure to withstand storm surges and rising tides resulting from heightened sea levels. (laughs) Other aspects of of, of the phase one of Alice Wainwright Park seawall and baywalk improvement project included a new approximate 33,000 square foot baywalk, drainage improvements, new seating areas, trash receptacles, and planting 115 native trees and over 3,500 shrubs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, some uh, project the, manager is sitting in an office right now lighting up a cigar bigger than uh, Andrews. Bigger than yes. Andrews. And he's just going, mm, uh, The new solar lights were cited by WLRN due to its approximate $350,000 price tag as part of the $4.9 million project clause, including about $2.6 million paid through the Miami Forever Bond approved by voters in 2017 to invest $400 million in sea level rise and flood prevention, roadways, parks, and cultural facilities, public safety, and affordable housing. Yes. The controversy on the lights lighting comes because the city documents the park is only open from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or until sunrise to sundown, leading some to wonder why they would spend so much on lighting up a closed park. Yeah, what's the fucking point of that? So well, everyone see, can stare at it from a distance, and it's very pretty. Well, you see, somebody's cousin who owns a, an electric electrician's business <laughs> would on. do yeah. it a paycheck. Hold on, you know, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't bring it up. It was just that, right? Yeah. No, okay. I'm pretty sure it goes deeper than that. WLRN quoted a man named Albert Gomez, a co-founder of the Miami Client Climate Alliance, who alleged that the park closes at sundown due to Fake preventing job. homeless individuals from being in the park as well as to assist law enforcement in patrolling the park in the dark. Quote, police officers like to patrol and not get out of the car and not have to go through the park in the dark with flashlights. They would prefer to have lights and be able to spot the homeless people and go in and get them out. Don't even want to see them. Keep them not even in my periphery. (laughs) They spent 350K on lights for a park that is closed after dark. And the justification is so police don't have to get out of their cars and remove homeless people from the park. Oh, how dare Piggy get out of his vehicle and waddle around for a little bit. That I... (laughs) It's just, you know, it would be a lot funnier if it wasn't like the true? implication yeah well, well yeah if it wasn't true but if the implication wasn't that they're <sighs> actually justifying more than a quarter million dollars specifically just so that they can make homeless people not have a place to sleep yeah yeah because if the this park is, is closed cool. after dark who are they hurting if they fall asleep in the park yeah i mean they're literally like out of sight well, out of I mind mean, at a, that a, point a, a piggy <laughs> could get out of his vehicle and roll his ankle Right, so then, oh, no. they're, then they're hurt, they're hurting the police by sleeping in the park. Apparently, Jeez. you know they already make the benches with the little uh, you know faux armrest in the middle <sighs> to keep people from sleeping on them. Yeah, they have they do that here, and then um, uh, in doorways they'll do the uh, the the uh, rumble strips. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, real nice. 
Yeah, we're here around here now. They've for because of the increasing homeless problem because the city's growing. They uh, basically just shut off one of the parks uh, down by the river to the public, and like it's just a tent city now for the homeless because they don't mm-hmm. know what el- where else to put them. So they're like, no, nope. uh, there, I guess, because they had all been living in the marsh uh, in like the where the city had dumped a ton of the giant concrete like sewer tubes. Yeah. And they'd like turn those into little mini houses and stuff because they were just well, all well, dumped there anyway. And and it's and it's uh you know, it's the edge of the marsh and who cares, right? Mm-hmm. Like no one you couldn't see them from any of the roads or anything else, even walking the trail through the marsh, you couldn't see them because they're back behind stuff. But then they decided they wanted to develop all of that. Of course. So now they kicked them all out. So they have nowhere else to go. So now they're all in the middle of town in a tent city in a park. Yeah, they all live on the they all live on the railroad railway here, or most of them on the railroad railway railroad railway. I think that's the right. That's right. Now, now, Brown, the arsonist has oddly shaped feet. The human torch was denied a bank loan. (laughs) At least down here in Baton Rouge, there's still enough wooded areas around town that most of the homeless people just says, "Well, I can go buy like a twenty dollar tent at Academy and just post it Mm -hmm. in the middle of the woods, and nobody's gonna bother." Oh, they give them away. They yeah. give them away here. They um they buy the little little cheap pup tents, or the tube tents, the military surplus tube tents. Oh yeah, and they give them away. But they'll uh they'll be on the um on the right away for the railroad up there or down by the river because I'm I'm right where the Sacramento and the Sawakin meet. Um, so there's a, a lot of a lot of shoreline here, and like you don't go downtown after dark here, and it's be, it's because of the homeless. Oh, and there's plenty of lights, and they still sleep down there. Make sure your hobo stab insurance is up to date. <laughs> no. Yeah, so $350,000 for lights so the cops would not have to get out of their vehicles to harass homeless people. Yeah, so the fat-ass fucking cops don't have to... <laughs> Five steps. Hey, if it saves one life, it's worth it, right? I mean, you don't want anybody getting... You know, getting yeah, Kelly like, Thomas. Meanwhile, the homeless guy is like almost in perfect health, you know, except for like a whole bunch, a whole mouthful of bad teeth. You know, mm-hmm. officer, are you all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, just a minute. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the PNOM theory on this one? Mm. It's secretly because the government is creating a hidden location underneath the park. Yes. <laughs> the uh, the new lights emit a high frequency that people can barely hear, and it's just Ooh. there to drive people nuts. Yeah. Ooh, is this is this cousin to the five G theory? Yes, of course. Yes. Hmm. The horror of the five G. <laughs> it's one more G than four. <laughs> so wait till we get wait when five. Wait till we get to six G. Wait till we get to six G, and you get all the conservative Christians freaking out. Yeah. Not not sixth <laughs> generation. Wireless <laughs> communications. Oh no! It's the mark of the devil. You know, growing up, five G was like a a collab album between like Snoop Dogg and uh, a bunch mm-hmm. of the other guys on Death Row. It was, it was a five G album. <laughs> Did you see Snoop Dogg recently bought Death Row? Did he really? From yeah. from Night? Really? Because well, Night, Cause Night, Night was in Night was in jail, but um, I think he's still in jail. 
But yeah, yeah Death Row. Yeah, Shug Knight was... will probably be in jail for quite a long time. Yeah, quite some time. <laughs> Piece of shit. Fucking murderer. But um we we had cash money down here in uh in Baton Rouge in New Orleans. And occasionally I'll still see Master P around town. Damn, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> he really doesn't like it yeah, if you see him Snoop... in public and go make him say uh uh shana yeah, na um, yeah. Snoop Dogg turns to pl- plans to turn Death Row Records into the first NFT music label. Okay. Uh Snoop, Snoop, Snoop. How far hath thou fallen? Yeah. I actually have to respect Snoop a little bit because here recently he was like cornered about calling uh, women folk back in the 90s hoes and bitches. And he goes, no, you ain't never met those women. They hoes and they bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's not referring to all women. It's specifically those that I'm yeah, talking about. The ones me. he was singing about. In his songs. <laughs> those, those hoes and bitches oh, in particular. He's my, um, my, my ex used to do um, everybody like print. Well, no, not that. This is how you know Um, it's going to be a fun story. When a man goes, my ex used to dot dot dot. No, she she used to work. She used to work. She did um print, so she did like uh, stickers and all sorts of stuff for all sorts of companies. You know, like if they needed their logo on something or they needed something made, that she was a broker for all that. Well, she did all of Snoop Dogg's uh, his dispensary company's stuff, like everything that you see of of the Snoop Dogg the the weed thing that she did all that. And uh, one day she said she called um, his assistant because that's who she was working with on everything. And Snoop just answered her phone. It was like, oh, no, she busy. What's up? <laughs> and she's like, oh, my. Oh, my God. Is this is this Snoop? Like, seriously? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, girl, it's fine. Like, <laughs> talking to her and just like shooting the shit and like invited her out to like the big. I guess there's a, a big like weed legal weed like convention apparently in like california i don't know but <laughs> there's there's a there's there's a whole weed cup yes like a, yeah. a comp weed growing competition that yeah i did show know that your vaccine status she... before you get into the yep. Anaheim, uh convention yeah. that was that was she... the one last year in sacramento yeah yeah she she did say that she did a bunch of stuff for a bunch of companies for that too but yeah. um yeah she was talking about like that he was just like oh yeah you gotta come out come hang out and everything else and, like just the nicest freaking guy but like he just answered his assistant's phone, just like saw that it was ringing, and just like, "What's up, Snoop?" That's wild. That's wild. What? <laughs> That's... I'm actually talking to Snoop Dogg. What the hell is going on? No. <laughs> <What's... laughs> oh. So yeah, um, on the tail end of frivolous spending, um, <laughs> pandemic relief money spent on hotel, ballpark, ski slopes. Oh, that's um, useful for the economy. That's real nice. Oh, this there's some there's some really good. So basically, there. some bureaucrat was told, uh, "Here's the government uh, cash card." Yeah, yeah. Just mark uh, this for COVID relief on it. Yeah, thanks to a sudden 140 million dollar cash infusion, officials in Broward County, Florida, recently broke ground on a high end hotel that will have high views end? of the Atlantic Ocean and an 11,000 square foot spa. Nice. They, I highly they, recommend it if you have the means. <laughs> <laughs> they they spent their COVID money. The city spent, or the county spent its COVID money on I'm a building hotel. A luxury hotel. Yeah. Uh, in New York, Dutchess County pledged twelve million dollars to the renovation of a minor league baseball stadium to meet requirements the New York Yankees set for their farm teams. And in Massachusetts, lawmakers delivered five million to pay off debts 
of the Edward M. Kennedy Institute for the U.S. Senate in Boston, which is a nonprofit established to honor the late senator that had struggled financially. What? The three, the, the, <laughs> hold on. I'm going to get drunk, <laughs> drive off a bridge, <laughs> kill Mary Jo Kopechny. <laughs> uh, still- I have financial troubles being a fucking Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Rant yeah. over. Hey, man, the lawsuits over <laughs> Chappaquiddick, they started running up there. He had, you know, all those yeah. bribes, everything else. It, it got oh. expensive. Uh, the three distinctly different outlays have one thing in common. Each is among the scores of projects that state and local governments across the United States are funding with federal coronavirus relief money, despite having little uh, to nothing to do with combating the pandemic. The expenditures amount to a fraction of the $350 billion made to do, available. Let's just try absolute zero. Just nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Lash's uh, don't American even give credit. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that was, those are funds from the American Rescue Plan to help state and local governments weather the crisis. But there are examples of uses of the aid that are inconsistent with the rationale the Democrats offered for the record $1.9 trillion bill. What the a cash shock. Was- the cash was desperately needed to save jobs, help desperately. those in distress, open schools, and increase vaccinations. Look, we have local tyrants here that are going to miss a lunch. How dare yes. you? It's, well, it's like the, what was it, the, a little while ago with the, like the seat where it turned out that the CBO or whatever, the, the ones who were supposed to be watching everyone else's spending <laughs> yeah. had like blown like millions of dollars on these, these like catered getaways and stuff yeah. and like these lavish yeah. oh. parties. This oh. is what they do yeah. all the time. Got to um, New Jersey or uh, New Jersey allocated fifteen million dollars for upgrades to sweeten the state's bid to host the twenty twenty six World Cup. <laughs> uh, Woon Woonsocket, Rhode Island, spent fifty three thousand dollars remodeling the city hall. What was the name of the town? Woonsocket. Woon W O O N S O C K E T. Okay, yeah, I heard wound socket too. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, ew, like, why would you name a town that? What the hell? Uh, included among the pr- the projects and expenditures, uh, 400 million to build new prisons in Alabama, accounting for nearly one quarter of the total s- the total aid the state will receive through the program. Oh, Tens okay. of millions of dollars for tourism marketing campaigns in Puerto Rico, which was spent $70 million. Washington, D.C., $8 million. Tucson, Arizona, $2 million. The city of Alexandria, Virginia, also announced it was spending $120,000 to give the tourism website a makeover. So, wait. So, this is... Hold this on, is hold on, for, hold on, wait. COVID. This, this is from the COVID relief aid, yes. Uh, $6.6 <laughs> million went to replace irrigation system at two golf courses in Colorado Springs. $5 million was approved was approved by Birmingham, Alabama to support the 2022 World Games. Uh, the event features niche sports contests such as dance sport, corfball, and flying disc. I don't all Frisbee. be on ESPN on. Frisbee. the Ocho. Flying disc. Two, Frisbee. $2.5 $2. million to hire new parking enforcement officers in Washington, D.C. I'm fucking meter maids. $2 million Nobody wants more to- meter maids. $2 million to help Pottawatomie County in Iowa purchase a privately owned ski area. Hey, Pot County. Represent. On. $1 million to pay off overdue child support in St. Louis. What? <laughs> I mean, okay. It, in all fairness, though, that's the one so far that makes a lick of sense because that would actually then go into the economy. But like all the rest of this, it's like, oh, we got all this money. Let's encourage rich people to keep doing things. 
Yeah. Uh, 300 like traveling and getting together during COVID because that's when we got this money. Like yeah. 300, and, as, 300... and as a former resident of Pottawatomie County, Iowa, I can tell you right now, the skiing there is probably not the best in the world. I just can't saying. imagine. Like when I think Iowa, I don't think, boy, those ski resorts. Like that's not really high on the list. <laughs> I mean, um, Council Bluffs. Know. Uh, Worcester, Massachusetts has been in $300,000 to honor uh, on a museum to honor Major Taylor, uh, famed black flamed bi- black bicycle rider from the turn of the 20th century known as the Worcester Whirlwind. Must resist joke. Yes. We got to we got to support him, you see? We got to support him. The, the the guy is amazing. <laughs> uh, that the, that hotel in Boward County by the way is uh, 29 stories, 800 rooms. It will be Jesus. owned by the county, but operated by a private management group. Fascism. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> literally the definition of fascism. <laughs> yes. I mean, this <laughs> uh, the Edward Kennedy Institute. Um, they did not respond to a message seeking comment on the five million in coronavirus aid they received from Massachusetts. <laughs> the institute operated at a twenty-seven million dollar loss. Between 2015 and 2019, uh, according to tax filings from the, those years. Are you suggesting that something associated with the Kennedys may financially not be on the up and up? I am shocked. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> I am shocked. Those lovely always the on the correct side the of the good law, name people. of Senator Edward Kennedy. Yeah, but you got $600, so, I mean, yeah. you shouldn't be complaining, right? The fuck you want? You got $600. You got COVID relief funds. I mean, two and a half million dollars. You got a you got a ton of cash. Two and a half million to hire new parking enforcement officers in Washington D.C. And keep in mind that this money—it's not like this money actually existed, right? This is this is additional debt. This is additional Mm -hmm. printing of money. This is additional inflation. That's what this is. So they're they're literally devaluing what you're earning every day at you know working your ass off. They're devaluing that so that they can build. And improve playgrounds for rich people. <laughs> minor league baseball stadiums. Who the fuck cares about minor league baseball? <laughs> no one. Well, it's the only no baseball they got. The it's the only baseball they got in Louisiana. Uh, no one cares about minor league baseball. Nobody. <laughs> like of people all the go... things, like of all the things that should be private, like a minor league baseball team is is you know that that's. Like oh, but across t- the city I live in, we've had we we have a minor league baseball team. We have a, a pretty successful minor league baseball team. Um the the loggers, but like and th- th- that's all privately owned. That's all private shit that you know nobody like public funds didn't don't go to that. They don't mess with that, and it's fine. And it's actually fairly popular in here because we're in Wisconsin. What else are we gonna fucking do? We're gonna go watch baseball and drink. So <laughs> <laughs> or ice fish and drink or snowmobile and drink and hunt and drink and <laughs> fish and drink we're gonna go uh, drink and watch baseball and get sucked to death by mosquitoes yeah we're gonna watch we're gonna watch the packers and drink um it's pretty much rodney carrington's old it's like let's sit around and push each other yeah no. it's we we just sit around and drink but we like that's it, still, though, like most of the city, honest, in all honesty, okay. doesn't as, give a as, shit as a shit about West, it. As a Wisconsin, can you ask a question? Can you answer a question for me? Okay. Does Swiss does Swiss cheese have holes so you can use it as a beer bong? You know, I've never tried, but the holes don't go all the way through. No, you couldn't. That's 
they're just bubbles within the cheese. So even if you had a block, like it wouldn't go all the way through. I know. I wish though. That would be kind of neat. You could probably carve cheddar though into like a big like a luge. A cheese bong? Is that is that yeah. another uh, a cheese bong? That's, a, <laughs> that's another. Bong. Is that another peanut theory? I would have to question your your sanity if you're lighting up a block of of medium cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they like, call it doing, they, sir? They, I mean, they, they call it smoked cheddar for a reason. Let's right? say, have you had <laughs> smoked cheddar? Come on, man, it's delicious. Yes, uh, of course, I have. Smoked uh, many a blocks of cheese on the on the backyard. So, yeah, have smoked cheddar. Uh, that that actually sounds no. That doesn't sound good at all. No, that sounds mm. like something you try at least once. At yeah. least to learn to never do it again. It's it sounds like the... better. It sounds better than spending six point six million dollars to replace the irrigation system at two golf courses in Colorado yeah. Springs. Again, yeah. it's all these like rich people fucking playgrounds. Like that's where all this money went, and it's t- and it's places where people get together and yeah. like travel to, and it's money that was given to them during a time when the entire country was locked out. And <laughs> that's what for they that spent money. It on. Must have been like the grant writer's dream right there. Because mm-hmm. he would have just opened up the mail and it's like, what bullshit excuse did they give me today that I have to say <laughs> yes to? It's, it was it was it was probably as easy to get that money as it is to for like the ten thirty three program. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, where you're just like, I need uh like five MRAPs because like, like, like you guys got bear cats over there? Can I get a bear cat over here? Yeah, can we also have you know what we could really use? Yeah, I heard you're getting rid of some of those uh, M302s. If you could, uh, what was it? Uh, um, the federal, um, the 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 the, the fraternal order of police in Florida, what had had so much stuff on the 1033 program that they actually were able to put together um, a supplies and able to ship firearms to Ukraine. Yeah, they ship they shipped equipment like armored vehicles and firearms and vests and night vision and all sorts of shit to Ukraine. Can I just like change li- my street address to Kiev and just yeah? They you know we've Andrew and I have joked about it before about you know oh, yeah. like you, you see you see for every once in a while you see like a town for sale, <laughs> right? Well, here, yeah, here locally, we, we, just, we just need we need to take over a town, have Andrew share because he has a military background, and then be like. You know, Sheriff Andrew, we could really use a, a MRAP and some M4s. Yeah. Can I, can I, I claim need... dibs on the uh, the happy-go-lucky deputy? I need... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, need uh, I need some AT4s for riot control. <laughs> uh... Oh, come on. Come on. Mark 19s. Oh, Ooh, well, the Mark riot 19s. dispersal devices. <laughs> no, the, the Mark 19s in case of bears. Um, the... <laughs> Because after we're done, there will be no bear or hillside yeah. or trees. <laughs> Fuck everything in that zip code. <laughs> yes. um, the, no, there's there's a town locally here. Actually, Chris lives right next to it. Um, the, it's called Elroy. And like it had a massive flood in 2008 and then another massive flood in 2018. Like people getting rescued by helicopters and boats and stuff from the roof kind of thing. And it re- permanently raised the water table by 16 inches. Nice. So... All like all of the houses are abandoned and like getting knocked down one by one. And like all of the land is for sale. This entire town is for sale. And like, you know, you'd have to build it up because obviously it's prone to flooding. Yeah. But if you did, there you go. And it's right oh, you just there, look at, man. You just look at the Netherlands. They have uh, houses on uh, retractable stilts. Mm-hmm. So that's once they, they detect that the water level gets to a certain point, 
just like automatic screws in the house go up. That's mm-hmm. great. That's how they do it in some parts of Alaska too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, with that, you just we have to build like a man down here in Louisiana yet. Well, that's because the federal government still subsidizes uh, flood insurance. Yeah. yeah. And technically, yeah. all of southern Louisiana is a floodplain. So. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's, why, lovely... that's why they keep rebuilding Houston. Because <laughs> the federal government subsidizes flood insurance. Flat as a pancake. Mm-hmm. Most of it's covered in concrete. What's going to go wrong? That's, yeah, that's, I mean, well, you know, Where the, 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 funny thing is, the funny thing is here it, with Elroy, that was, again, that was 2018 when everybody abandoned those houses. The reason they've just been sitting abandoned is because no one can afford to move anywhere else or rebuild or do anything because FEMA keeps promising them FEMA relief checks because it was declared a, a disaster, a national disaster. But yeah, that's not coming. It, they haven't gotten anything. And it's been four years and they still <laughs> yeah, haven't seen it done. Right. Yeah, there's FEMA. people down here that have been uh, fighting Contrita shit since 2006. So. FEMA, bro, when uh, um, when we had the campfire here in California, when Paradise went up, like FEMA rolled in and was like, okay, here's 39 trailers. Entire town of 19,000 was destroyed. FEMA showed up with 39 trailers. Yeah. We're helping. Boy, that's helpful. Cue the Ralph Wiggum. Yeah. That's, yeah. Again, here's, that's, here's, that's... A, here's, a ho- here's a hotel voucher. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. A hotel voucher for a single night. Like, yeah. it's, here you go. 30, 30 days. 30 days. Oh, yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. Thank God for FEMA. That's really a real useful expenditure of trillions yeah, um, of dollars. Uh, my yeah, those, my friend, uh, my friend FEMA Cassie, trailers, so just kind of where it's just uh, the asbestos. Yes. Uh, yeah, and off of Highway friend, 190, there was like a hundred of them just sitting out in the woods, just deteriorating, yeah, just rotting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Woo-hoo! my friend Cassie's mom and brother lived up in Paradise um, during that fire. They got out, lost lost literally everything except what they had in the vehicle. Because the fire went yeah. through that fast, and the uh, the only hotel that they could find was like two hundred miles away. That tracks. Good lord, that tracks. Yeah, thanks, FEMA. I mean, it took them what five days to get water to the Superdome. Yeah, rejected yeah. school buses because uh, Mayor Mark Mariella wanted uh, greyhounds. It's like, oh, we can't have New Orleans residents riding in school buses. Are you kidding no. me? Have you seen half of New Orleans? <laughs> That's an improvement from their house. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mayor Mark Morial is also serving time in prison, as most ex-mayors of New York, New Orleans. Well, it ain't called the Big Easy for nothing. So, yeah. s- speaking of government helping people, you guys know what pickleball is? I do know what pickleball is. I, I, I have several not. old people in my life that play pickleball. Pickleball is a cross between badminton and tennis. Yes. So you bat the ball uh, back and forth with little with little wooden paddles and up and over a, a, a net. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. That's yes. just stupid. Yes. <sighs> old people but... play this game and they love it so much. Oh boy! A seventy-one-year oh, a seventy-one-year-old Denver man is facing felony See, charge old old after the city officials say he made a pickleball court without permission. Oh, how dare he! <sighs> It sounds to me like a pickleball court is just a flat piece of concrete with a net on it. Yeah. Well, that's that's it's it's smaller than a tennis court. Yeah, it's like right? half the and size we'll, of a tennis court. You don't we'll, really we'll get, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that. Uh, quote, the whole pickleball community is really sad and shocked, says Jane Dover, a friend of the 71-year-old Ar- Arslan, 
Arslan Gunny. That's the title for the episode, by the way. The pickleball. Uh, and <laughs> the pickleball. <laughs> and fellow pickleball player. Uh, Gunny and others used the basketball court at Denver's Central Park Recreation Center for pickleball. Uh, last Monday, the markings on the ground were faded, so uh, Gunnery remarked them with a Sharpie. <laughs> Three days later, an arrest warrant for felony criminal mischief was issued for Gunny. Criminal mischief. The court documented also claims $10,000 in damage. For, <laughs> for, for Sharpie Gunny lines? Gunny also <laughs> received an email notifying him that Denver Parks and Recreation membership had been suspended indefinitely. Oh, no. They really stuck it to him. My my inner Ron Swanson is just going. <laughs> like, you see, you see. <laughs> no, you just cue the Alice's restaurant right here. Jack, Arlo Guthrie. <laughs> you see, the city has Jack? him. It's got his balls in a pickle. Yeah. Uh, 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 mm, the Punisher. Oh, gotta love dad it. joke plus two internet points for that one. Uh, no. Yeah, you just need to just to crank up the Arlo Guthrie. It's like, so I'm sitting there on the bench, the group W bench. You know, and it's Sharpie. It's a Sharpie line. And it was lines that were already there, and he just yeah. reinforced them so they were clearer to see. And they're claiming yeah. that much damage. Like, you, you do understand that, like, that's going to wash off in the rain in, like, four days. <laughs> right? yeah. $10,000 in damage for yeah. Sharpie lines. For drawing that- lines already existed yes and they're pressing criminal charges against a 71 year old man uh but without government who would charge 70 year old men with a bunch of crimes for simply trying to make sure that everyone understood where the lines were for pickleball this story is incomplete somebody ratted him out he clearly well yeah and he clearly a cop was not standing there it's like I'm just gonna let him draw all of those lines and then arrest him. Yep. Right, well, of course they, okay, of course they ratted him out. He's on, clearly a dangerous madman <laughs> with a sharpie. The the this statement from the Denver Parks and Recreation. You know this has to be good, right? Yeah, it has to. Quote: be. It is our duty and responsibility to the citizens of Denver to protect city assets and public property. Defacing or damaging public property Defacing. is unacceptable. Defacing. A criminal offense and will uh, it's it's a criminal offense and will not be tolerated in any of our public buildings or spaces. Law enforcement is aware of the damage and the incident is being investigated. Pickleball play was damage. temporarily suspended to assist damage and related repairs. The you know who affected the fucking investigated. System? Yeah, you know who affected the fucking citizens that were trying to play pickleball? <laughs> Zip people nine shut down the fucking... Sharpie lines. Yeah. <laughs> this is a direct violation. Takes takes Sharpie draws a little mustache. Yeah. <laughs> be nine Sharpie lines. No more Sharpie lines. You're you're hiding the the Sharpie artist under your floorboards, are you not? Uh, <laughs> I just go up to the old guy who goes cooler. Thirty days. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, well, you know, the good part is he plays pickleball, so he's got a ball that'll bounce that he can bounce yeah, off exactly. the side of the box. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a cool hand Luke reference there, kids. Uh, also, a Steve McQueen reference from The Great Escape. Oh. Yeah. Uh, is the PNON theory here that it was uh, angry tennis players? Oh, how, how dare these old folks get out there with pickleball? Not a real game. 
No, you know what it is? Ooh, is it's there, it's ooh, a that's what crowd. It was, it's the it's shuffleball the, crowd or shuffleboard it's the, crowd. It's the tennis purist. Ah, upset. Tennis, tennis hooligans. Tennis that were upset, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he just got out there and just started drawing lines. <sighs> Somebody ought to call the law. That's, I, you know, and the thing is, is you know who defaced public property? The weather. <laughs> That's what defaced public property because it faded the lines and the public, the right. parks and rec department was unable to figure out how to do their fucking jobs well enough to come out and redo the lines so he didn't have to use a fucking Sharpie. What he was doing was their job for them, which is why they're so pissed off. Uh, shakes yeah. fist at UV rays. And this is just like that guy up in Canada that built the steps for 500 bucks. Yeah, and then the city came the and city, demolished it. The city demolished him <laughs> and then built like a $15,000 right set of steps. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's what this is. Like a, a loan, you could have paid $5 to a halfway artistic teenager with spray cans. Come out with a, to redo with the some lines rattle can for you. white. You know? Yeah, to redo all of the lines for you. They'd be nice and straight, they'd look good. <laughs> Yeah, you could have done that, but you couldn't bo- be bothered. So one lone old man's like, I'm going to take a Sharpie and draw the lines just so everyone knows where this is. <laughs> and now he's being arrested yeah. with a felony. With felony, a felony criminal mischief. Not a misdemeanor. <laughs> felony criminal mischief of a 71-year-old man because he made a Sharpie line on the blacktop. You know, I would he's like, going to have a story to tell when he gets to county. That's all dude, I'm saying. If I if I'm that guy and I get charged and I get convicted, I'm going to make it my mission to get get as many uh, hooligans in the area as possible to go out there and just spray paint dicks on it. Oh, I am for the next am, like the I rest of my that, life. It is going to be am, tradition. I am like, taking that to a jury trial, and I want the the city attorney to legitimately tell the people of the jury why i was being arrested yeah. yeah oh yeah for sure you know and the thing is if they didn't take photos already and i bet you they probably didn't if they didn't take photos you just wait three or four days that sharpie's all faded and then you go we'll prove that i did it yeah show me the lines yeah because they'll already be gone <laughs> show me the lines that's the uh, that's the peeing on uh, uh catchphrase right there show me the show lines. me yeah. the lines the lines are a lie <laughs> the lines are a lie much like the cake Yes. Yeah. The lines don't curve. <laughs> oh, Jesus, what the, I, how how does it you know and and how? Because it's one thing when it's a, a power tripping bureaucrat, right? That's going. Well, he defaced public property, right? <laughs> that's one thing. But how does a group of police officers look themselves in the mirror ever? <laughs> Or even look their grandfather oh. in the face or their father in the face, right? How do you look your father in the face at that uh, point? I got this public when menace you, off the streets. <laughs> yeah, when you arrested a 71-year-old man for retracing existing lines on a pickleball court with a Sharpie. Yeah. You know what he should have used is he should have just used uh, that chalk paint, that spray chalk paint. Because, oh, yeah. again, as soon as it rains, that's gone, man. <laughs> so... Prove I did anything. Mm-hmm. That's how people it's, used to get away with parking tickets back in the day. They would just uh, keep a can of white spray paint and they would just go up and spray paint the sign. It was like, I couldn't read it. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't there. see it. That's... <laughs> I'm not saying that you should do that. 
hypothetically speaking, these are all jokes. I'm just workshopping jokes here. Oh, around uh, here, what people do for parking is uh, when the city puts out, like, for parades and stuff, these little stakes, temporary stake signs say, like, no parking by order of the police, blah, blah, blah. People will steal them at the end of the day and then keep them in their house. And when there's some, some time, like, around um, when we have alternate side parking for the winter and they want to be able to park, they'll stick it in their front yard <laughs> so that no one will park there. And then they just park and then just pull the sign up and bring it inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I love civil disobedience shit. whenever it whenever it shows. So. Yeah, anytime, anytime you can see people fucking with the cops is a good time. Yeah. Jason seems lost in thought. Uh, yeah, I was trying to find a number as to how many untested rape kits exist in Colorado. Uh, quite a lot. A lot probably more than you can se- think of. Probably 700, 800 at, per department, so figure several thousand oh i'm sure there's more than a few well there's what there's like 752 in that one county in like dallas fort worth county in texas yeah that's legit i'm sure i'm sure they got unsolved murders unsolved rapes all sorts of shit but they're arresting people for drawing lines Lines on the blacktop he's a public menace like i'm just picturing jj jameson he's a public menace a vigilante with a sharpie. <laughs> Give me pictures of peeing on. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jack says I'm pretty sure they have a quota for harassing old people. Probably not exactly wrong. I mean, there was the the other lady who was like 68 or something like that. Um, they broke her shoulder because she was picking flowers. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. That one, that one was all on body cam too. That was a fun one. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, and the thing is, is like now that he's been arrested and everything else, I really think that the citizens in solidarity should go out there and then just even if they repaint those lines, retrace them with Sharpie just every fucking day, just every day, retrace them with Sharpie so that there's just constantly Sharpie or like go over to the mayor's house and put the pickleball court in his driveway. Like in his driveway in Sharpie. And (laughs) Uh, they should they should go out there and tag just big fat penises everywhere. Yeah. Well, I was in, say in they, gruesome in gruesome detail. They should they should uh, find a find a graffiti artist, talented one, to spray paint a sharpie marker in the middle of the pickleball court. Just a <laughs> great big sharpie. <laughs> Name brand it and everything. Yeah, and just just this giant sharpie and be like, yeah. What Tag now? the sharpie account on Twitter and say, make, <laughs> we like your markers the, so much. Make the pickleball court look like a concrete wall with bars on it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. But uh, speaking of going to da- jail, how about uh, man who built dream cabin by hand sued for illegally squatting in the woods? Oh, of course. A land there no one is else nowhere was using. on earth the Yankees will not find you and harass well, you techn- for mundane, this, this stupid was, this bullshit. This was Canada. Just tons so, of Yankees up there, too. Yeah. Can't leave people alone. Yeah, they're worse than Yankees. Somebody somewhere is having a fun time without proper permits or licenses. Uh-huh. We just can't have that. Um, uh, what's the River Dave in up there in New Hampshire? Yeah, same thing. Fucking River Dave. Yeah, and that's New Hampshire. That's a live free or die state, man. Like, <laughs> nope. that's and that's where they're pulling that shit. Yeah. Uh, when Matt Clark chronicled his journey building a backwoods log cabin on a YouTube channel, he probably did not realize that the videos would be used against him in court. 
even as he amassed 100,000 views. The government of Yukon, uh, the Canadian territory where Clark decided to create his, quote, dream home in the woods near Dawson City, sued the YouTuber last week for allegedly settling on public land. It's in the, it's outside Dawson City in the fucking Yukon? Nobody's fucking going out there to start development. No one. in a hundred years. (laughs) There is nothing there. Like even the gold miners that go up to Yukon every year. They don't want any part of it. Dawson City has a population of 1,375. Yeah. 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 I've been to Dawson City. There's fucking nothing. Uh, It is currently 34 degrees there right now. When you look up, well, it's about 30 degrees here, too. So, because I pretty much live in the frozen white north. Um, Nobody nobody cares. Oh, no, sorry. It's 27 here right now. It is, in fact, colder here. (laughs) Colder. Than it is in the Yukon. Um, but it's, there's nothing there. Effect. There's 1,200 people in town. There's there's nothing, man. It's the yeah. middle of like if you if it's and that's not probably 1,200 people in the summertime. I guarantee you, in the wintertime, it's like maybe in the hundreds. Yeah. yeah, like if you look up bumfuck Egypt, it's a picture <laughs> of that right there. Yeah. It's it's nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Clark showed his work clearing the land and constructing the cabin in a series of six videos titled "Quote Building Off the Grid Cabin uh, Alone in the Yukon." In the video from March twenty one, uh, March twenty twenty one, with nearly seventeen thousand views, Clark uh, relished his apparent success with the project. "Quote, isn't it amazing?" he said during a smoke break in front of the log wall. "Quote, you can just go out, harvest a bunch of raw materials from the woods, put it all together in the shape of a house, and boom, you got a house." I watched uh, he, these videos. Now, he patted now himself on the back it. for quote creating a dream with these hands. Yeah. Well, he says, uh, the whole reason I started filming these videos on the canoe trip last summer was to try and show people that you can do it, too. That all these trips, even though they might be far-fetched, go up on the Yukon River last minute before winter, build a cabin, and live there and enjoy it. You can do it, too. Um, a petition filed by the Yukon Supreme Court claimed that Clark was, quote, not provided or not provided evidence of any authority to occupy the site. Despite having been notified by government officials that he must vacate, remove his, remove his structures and personal property, and restore the area to its prior conditions. You know, there was a time in North America when everyone did exactly what he did, and that's how yeah. it got settled, was doing that. The idea of public land is a spook. I mean, it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's mythology. It's all in your head. Like... And, and if your argument is, well, it's called public because everybody owns it, well, he's public, so he owns it too, so he yeah. should also be able to decide what it's he wants to do with it. Tragedy of the commons. If everybody owns yeah. it, nobody owns it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this jack of syrup drinking fuckers are honking so much this guy had to move to the middle of fucking nowhere, and they still got him. I'm telling you, Yankees just <laughs> will not be dissuaded. Can't have somebody oh. doing something on their own without are proper these, are, permits or licenses. Are these Younties then? <sighs> yes. Dude, Canada's all run by socialists anyway. Yeah. So it's no big surprise. Yankees, oh, I mean, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, if anything, no. if anything demonstrated the the massive fascism prevalent throughout Canada, it was the the protests against the vaccine mandates and how easy it was to sl- for them to slip into full like Nazi riot mode without yeah, a second uh, thought. Justin Trudeau's over there saying, it was like, oh, no, I love China because, you know, they have a dictatorship and they can just turn on the dime and <laughs> <Yeah>. do stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, his yeah. dad's a Castro, so. 
That makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Dear old daddy Fidel. <laughs> yeah, Jack says, it's, the land is settled. The science is settled. Yeah. <laughs> it's all settled. It's all, it's all settled. settled. Everything's all settled. settled. But like, the dust, the <laughs> you know, but that's that's one of the, the things as as libertarians and anarchists we get we get from the status all the time, right? Well, if you don't like it, just go live in the woods. It's like we tried that. All right, you guys won't leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, you still won't leave. You us fucking alone Yankees there? keep showing up at my door. <laughs> I am not looking forward to getting Randy Weaver. Uh, <laughs> see, that's why. That's why my so idea. Randy is Weaver. Right that's another example. We buy. So we, no, see, we that's why we woods buy. To left alone. Half of Elroy, see, and then you build up a hill, a man-made hill, so that it doesn't flood, and then Ooh. you build a wall on top of that hill with guard towers. And then, right, we basically take over the whole town, and then we, we use the Milser program to get our hands on 40-millimeter Bofors. And then you're going to put Bofors on all of the guard towers. <laughs> <laughs> Just guarantee whatever thing that's armored is coming up your way will cease to exist in this yeah, plane of well, existence. Well, and in that area, I mean, if you're up on a hill as it is, like, there's nothing higher than you. So snipers can't see in if you have those walls. So they'd have to build those artificial towers, which you're going to see. And you yeah. have a 40 millimeter bow force. So you can be like, oh, no, there's just, a sniper. Womp, 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 womp. Now there's not. You just you just described modern siege warfare. Yes. Fairly much. Yeah. So I'm down. Let's go. Do you, dude, you don't even know how much thought I've put into the kind of fortress I would build if I had an ability to build a fort. Well, I mean, you've done enough research that you know what the citadel is. Yeah. Right, not not the yep. not the military not the military academy. The the one yep, in the Idaho. Yep, the citadel in the Idaho in Idaho. Yeah, I, I almost invest in that. I'm glad I didn't because the guys kinda turned out to be shysters, but yeah, the uh that the tends citadel, to happen in our circles too. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, the Citadel was what, what it was envisioned as was a city that would be e built to be easily defensible from the beginning. So it was going to be walled. It was going to have a pair of gates, very thick walls. Um, it was going to have guard towers and things. And then all of the houses built within the town. And you could put siding on it and everything. But it, it was actually a steel reinforced concrete shell on every single one. Yeah. And then there would be like shops along the streets that also were secretly doubled as machine gun nests and like pillboxes. And that was throughout the entire town. And it was all designed to be as defensible as possible and defense in depth and everything else. And that was the idea. And it sounded fantastic. And then no one could afford to invest in it. And then the guys who <laughs> well, that's were running like... it kind of ran off with what money they did get. Yeah. And... That's like uh, that, that link I sent you about that, uh, that property in Montana the other day or yesterday. Uh, it literally has its own Alamo. There's like, it's like one road in and there's like six houses. There's a copy of side. the Alamo sitting in there. <laughs> no, there's like, there's like three houses on each side. And at the end of the road, uh, is a, uh, is a, a house, three-sided house with a huge courtyard with a big gate on the front. So it's, it's literally an Alamo. Yep. Just, I mean, if I'm gonna go down, I mean, Alamo Although 2.0 with, is. It's like an Alamo, but with better walls because the Alamo was missing one. Uh, <laughs> Jack's Fed posting in the comments. I'm not gonna put that one up there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. we the 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 Citadel was a good idea that never actually happened. But like, yeah. I'm thinking more like you base it on uh, was it King King George King George's castle or fort. In uh, up in Scotland, 
um, that one because that one was built during the era of like cannons and things existing, and it's got a lot of stuff like a really sloped exterior that's very gradually sloped from way way out, so that uh, rounds will bounce off and go yeah. over and things. Um, it's really cool um, and studying it and like looking at it and looking at its layout. It's actually still an active uh, British military base. Mm -hmm. Um, but studying its layout and things, you start to understand like what they did when they built it against arms would still work now. And uh, I kind of want to do that. Yeah, I've watched, <laughs> I watched enough pumpkin chucking to know that trebuchets are still um, viable. Trebuchets are. Don't use uh, don't use giant slingshots. A lot of people make no. that mistake. No, because about one out of every fifteen shots from even the best design slingshot <laughs> will come straight back at you. Yeah. Uh, that's a bad thing. There's that's a why I laugh. Great so video hard. from the uh, from the amazing race where they were doing yep. the doing the watermelon slingshot and it came right back into the chick's face. Yep. When I watched that, that's actually where I was going. Is when I watched that, <laughs> I the whole time when I'm watching people sit down and fire it, I'm like, but one in like at least fifteen of these is going to come straight back at you. That's just how yeah. these things work. That's an accepted risk. You need to get out of. The way of it, if you're sitting down, you won't. Like you got one of you guys. That's is why the Romans invented the ballista to get yeah, away from it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, one of the you guys are gonna get hit, and then finally it happens, and I'm like, just like that, actually. And yeah, <laughs> still, right there. Still one of the greatest pieces of video because she was completely <laughs> fucked up from it. Yeah, because <laughs> it was a good sized watermelon, and it hit all of her face. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and figure those watermelons to go as far as they're going had to be going a decent speed. I mean, they're going, what, like 200 feet, 300 feet uh, that these things were sailing through the air, which means at point blank range. Yeah, <laughs> that is a very and a watermelon is not what you would consider soft in any kind of yeah. way. <laughs> so taking that on the chin is, is not a pleasant experience. No, that was like he wasn't yeah. coconuts. If it was a coconut, she would have no head. <laughs> that would be an entirely different type of video. Yeah, that's, that's, that's on one of those DVD collections that we used to get when we were kids. Yeah, that one would be featured place. on uh, Your Mom's House with Tom Segura, and that would be, uh, you know, is this tragic or is this funny segment? <laughs> Bunk. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, honey, do you know what the term degloved means? Oh. Oh. oh no let's see um let's see uh, mr collector has been notified by the yukon government officials that his occupation of the site is unlawful that he must vacate and remove all structures uh let's see you must remove all the structures the government is asking the court asking for a court order to force clark to vacate the half half acre site remove everything, and, quote, reclaim the site to the condition it was prior to its occupation. Based on what? Did you see it before? You have no idea because no. you never went out there. Uh, the site near Inslee Creek is about 25 kilometers up the Yukon River from Dawson City. No one ever went out there. No one has any yeah. idea what it looked like before. For all they know, there had been a cabin there at one point. Yeah. No one knows. It's 25 yeah. clicks outside of Dawson. I'll get. I'll guarantee you, no one's been two clicks outside of Dawson. Yeah, according to court documents, there are two other cabins with eight, within 850 meters of Clark's. Both of those cabins are also considered unlawful, and the Yukon <laughs> government has filed similar court petitions this month oh, to force the occupants. It's an epidemic area. <laughs> yeah. 
Why, we can't just have people coming out here and building up their own houses. We can't have a town being founded. <laughs> yeah, uh, the videos do not show any other cabins nearby, and Clark makes no mention of his neighbors. Rather, the video... Rather, the videos, titled Alone in the Yukon, seem to depict Clark as a solitary and self-reliant figure carving a home out of the lonely and pristine wilderness, much like a modern-day Dick Pernicki. Well, you know, and again, it's 850 meters is the closest cabin. Uh, he's basically in the middle of nowhere alone. That's a yeah. long fucking distance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tw- 20, for, for a record, 25 kilometers is uh, about 15 and a half miles. So he, he's he's a good day hike from town. He could shoot a gun, and nobody in town would hear it. Oh yeah, <laughs> That's how for sure. Far away he is. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well as Jack said. He, in the comments, he, he could get... form an ungovern ungovernable communities. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Or... He could get treadwilled, and nobody would ever know. <laughs> yeah. I'm mean, you guys know Timothy Treadwell. Yep. Yeah. That's not a fun story to talk about. He could but set off way. explosions every hour on mm-hmm. the hour for several days straight, and the people of Dawson would never know. The man could yeah. fire a noonday cannon. Yes. You know, midday yeah. cannon fired yeah. off at noon every day, and no one would hear it. <laughs> uh, more than, let's see, uh, court documents, Clark was given a uh, handheld delivery in June 2021, asking to provide evidence of his authority to occupy the site within 30 days. He did not. More than a month later, though, passed the deadline. Uh, he wrote an email to the government's land management claiming the location of his cabin was, quote, was, quote, off the claim was an honest error on my part. He also tried to argue that the cabin itself is sufficient proof of his right to continue living there. He also I says agree. he would be homeless if he was forced to leave, and that would affect his mental health. And I agree. It's, it is it is evidence mm-hmm. of his ability to live there. He No one else was yeah. doing anything mm-hmm. with that land. No one he else built a house with his own two occupying. hands. Yeah, he he no. mixed his labor with that land. Therefore, that land is him. Mm-hmm. And God damn it, government, stop making Max Sterner make fucking sense. I'm yep. so he, sick of it. He, he's al- he also, one of his quotes was, uh, I do not look at myself as a trespasser, but as a guardian or steward of the land. Yeah, because if he's there and he's doing things and he's taking care of it, no one's going to come in and develop because he's there. Yeah. And at that point, he has a vested interest because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to go outside and see his shit all every day. Yeah. He's going to take it just like just like Dave. Right. Just like River Dave. It's mm-hmm. River Dave wasn't hurting anybody. He was just building his little homestead in the middle of the woods on the river and not messing yep. with anybody and taking care of the land. And then these loggers come in and he's got to go. Mm-hmm. No, but no, I mean, like River Dave, <laughs> like River Dave, like the guy that that holds the deed on that. land. I want to say owns the land because that's not the correct term, but holds the deed on that land was like in another state, like, you know, like 900 miles away or something. Right. Like didn't know Dave was there. The previous landowner did know that Dave was there and Dave had his permission. But the current landowner was like, no, Dave's got to go. So Dave's like, no, I'm not leaving. And then they arrest Dave. And then, like, yeah. the night he's in jail, his cabin mysteriously burns down. Oh. Just all of a yeah. sudden, out of the blue. Out, yeah, just complete mystery. With police yep. issue matches. Yep. Hashtag peeing on. I'm telling you. <laughs> C-O-N-spiracy. <laughs> I mean... 
you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just a conspiracy noticer. <laughs> yeah, I like how Richard Grove theories. puts it when people say, well, you're just a conspiracy theorist. He goes, no, I'm just a forensic historian. Ooh. Oh, I like that one. Forensic historian. Yeah. Uh, no, I could just put two and two together. Yeah, I'm just capable of doing math. <laughs> I know artists, but I can draw the lines. <laughs> draw also, the uh, dovetails with that wonderful line from the movie uh, Shadow of the Vampire. It's like, oh, I'm not a doctor, but I have dabbled in pharmaceuticals. <laughs> uh, hmm, where do we want to go? We have two left. There are two left. Uh, we can go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We can talk about Eric's friends at the SEC, or we uh, can talk about Andrew's friends in Afghanistan. Uh, I don't. I don't have any friends left. Strong word. I don't have friends any friends is left. A very strong word. Uh, Andrew almost died in Afghanistan. Andrew friends, almost died friends, in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, he, I, technically he did. No, no, that was Iraq. Oh, that was that Iraq. Was not, sure. that, that was not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Afghanistan. I did get hit, but uh, that was just in the vest, and it made me make a very unmanly noise. Um, <laughs> Everyone makes that unmanly noise when they get hit in the vest. And yeah, it didn't go through. It, all it, it's like, oh, yeah. It's, Five it was, checks. <laughs> yeah, I was. I went <laughs> and hit the ground. Um, that was, was very unmanly, but it hurt. We were more concerned right. with the, all of the shit that you would be getting from from your bros afterwards. It's like, oh, I yeah, just made a girl sound. <laughs> Uh, well, and it and it dragged along my plate and caught me a little bit on the side and just cut me a little bit. And I'm like, it's so hot. No one told me it was going to be so <laughs> hot. hot. <laughs> I can tell you how hot live rounds get. <laughs> oh, it was it was warm and it well, flattened on the back side of a side plate. Nice. That's where it flattened. So it's just pressing against my skin through, you know, through clothes, but still against my skin after having been liquefied briefly from impact. Yeah. So it's good and warm. Yeah, it was that was an unpleasant experience, but it was it was Iraq where I bled to death. Oh, well, uh, Biden's sanctions on Afghanistan threatened to kill more citizens than two decades of, of war. Not, we're not done killing yep. all the brown people. Yes. Uh, when President Joe Biden decided to withdraw the U.S. military from Afghanistan last year, Joe Biden actually didn't do it. Trump did it, and then he just yeah, continued. Biden's just continuing it. Yeah. <sighs> Much and also, we're media. being real loose with the term president here. So. Yes. I'm not label. I'm PNL, not labeling PNL, this article twenty fifth amendment. <laughs> uh, President Joe Biden decided to withdraw the U.S. from Afghanistan last year. Uh, much of America's news media came down on him like a ton of bricks. Republicans piled on, calling the withdrawal a quote unmitigated disaster. Yes, pretty irresponsible. <laughs> they use that term irresponsible. Yes. Uh, get, but getting out was the right move. Uh, in fact, the real mistake was the opposite. The Biden administration did not end the war, but continued it by other means which are turning out to be more violent and destabilizing. The economic sanctions imposed by the United States and its allies are causing widespread severe hunger uh, in this desperately poor country. This is exactly the same thing that happened after the Uh, Taliban took over in 96, leading up to the invasion in in Afghanistan in 01, where we had the same kind of sanctions and all of the people of Afghanistan said exactly the same thing. Like, you're hurting us. You're making us starve Mm -hmm. and us suffer. And we have Wait, nothing to do with Are you trying to, to say that Taliban? sanctions are an act of war? I just I'm, the people in Venezuela broke into the zoo and ate the animals. Yeah. Um, uh, Yemen uh, is a, is a thing. 
Um, well, yeah. we can't say one Somal- thing about Somalia, Venezuela. They do thing. not have a feral cat problem anymore. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a, they don't have an, any kind of critter problem <laughs> anymore. They've eaten everything. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, more. Let's see. Where was I? Economic sanctions imposed by the United States since allies causing widespread severe hunger in the desperately poor country. Uh, unless those sanctions are soon reversed, it is estimated that more people will die from the economic impacts of sanctions over the next year than the number who died uh, in 20 years worth of war. The most destructive economic sanctions in the U.S. confiscation of more than $7 billion in international international reserves belonging to Afghanistan's central bank. Uh, the reserves are needed for the essential imports such as foods and medicine, but also for the central bank to play its normal role in maintaining a functional financial system and economic stability. Well, central banks aren't really needed for that, but it's it's a USA Today article. Yeah, I mean, I know the Go truth. Go Federal Reserve! Rah, rah. Yes, uh, aid groups trying to distribute food and save people's lives cannot, in many cases, move the necessary funds, uh, and the healthcare system has been collapsing. Uh, World Bank data released last month show that food prices increased at an estimated 40% uh, annual rate since August, putting food out of reach of many poor Afghans. Just saying, peeing on that does not sound uh, unfamiliar. Yeah. Well, and again, I mean, it's. I actually watched a documentary is about um, the the Buddhas, the giant Buddhas that used to be in Afghanistan that the Taliban blew up, and it was it was a really weird video to watch because it takes place between the the Taliban taking over, but like right before the invasion, like it was like filmed in yeah. two thousand one, um, and. Or like, well, no, like 99. I don't remember. Anyway, it, yeah, it would have been uh, late 2000, early 2001. Because um, it was like early 2001 when they blew up the... Yeah, I want to uh, say it was like April or uh, April or May when that happened. Yeah, so they so it's like right before those get blown up. But in that documentary, there are... Like, he's talking to regular Afghans and things. And they're talking about, like, his guide is talking to him about, you know, like... They, they have all these sanctions. The Americans and the, the West mm-hmm. puts all these sanctions. And who does it hurt? It doesn't hurt the Taliban. It hurts us. We can't buy food. We can't buy medicine. We can't buy fuel. What are we supposed to do? You're not hurting them. The Taliban can still get everything that they want. They just take it from us, what little we have left. Like, we, we, yeah. we're the ones that are being hurt. This is the exact same thing all over again. We didn't learn our lesson the first time. We're doing it all over again where... You know, we're strengthening the Taliban because the Taliban keeps going, well, the West hates you. The West doesn't like you. The You know, we're, we're there mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. And what are we doing? We're reinforcing that to them. That's all you're doing. Yeah, they just have one line of propaganda that they can easily use. And it's like, look at what the Americans are doing to you. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they, they bomb you on one side and then they cut off your ability to get food on the other. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, yep. they, they, they killed your dad and they starved your baby. Yeah. Yeah. And if they had cared about you when they were here, if it had been about you, they wouldn't be hurting you now. Yep. Um, that's what they're going to do to Russia. Of course. Yep. And it, I mean, and it only strengthens. I mean, we saw, we all saw that video, right? Of the, all of the, um, at Putin's big speech, all everybody chanting Russia, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and Putin, Putin, Putin. And it's, all you're doing is you're reinforcing that to the Russian populace that that he's yeah. the man for the job because he's standing up to these bullies. That's yeah, all that you're doing. Nobody has ever heard of rally around the flag effect. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
As a result of the economic disruption, including the loss of billions of dollars of aid, 22.8 million people, more than half of the population, are facing acute food insecurity. Uh, they include a million children under the age of five that are, quote, at risk of dying due to severe acute malnutrition. Uh, that is according to UNICEF. Yeah, and there's, I mean, and, and on on Twitter lately, there's been uh, people talking who grew up in Iraq during all of the sanctions mm -hmm. on Iraq and stuff. There's a one woman that I saw talking about how she's permanently got health issues for her entire life mm -hmm. because of all the malnutrition and, and lack of medical yeah. care and things she got in Iraq, not because of Saddam, but because of the West's sanctions against Iraq that prevented all that stuff from going into the country. Yeah. It hurt her far, far more. Like, justify that to me. Look at her. Look at a, a poor woman who is living her entire life with health problems because of your sanctions and look at her and you tell me that that was worth it. Yep. Tell her um, to her face that that was worth it, that it was yeah. necessary. Well, Madeline Albright said it was worth it. And well, <laughs> Albright was a God, fucking criminal too. I hope yeah. she is having just the most wonderful time right now. Yeah. I really need to do another one of those boy, it sure is hot down here tweets like I did for Colin Powell. Um, well, I, I did the, I did the one with, with the demon tearing apart four people, and I have, like, McCain, Albright, Colin Powell, and then Saddam. Should have Margaret Thatcher there, too. Yeah. Oh, I should. I move Saddam and put Margaret Thatcher. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Just throw Margaret Ronald Thatcher Reagan there to, to, to piss off all the conservatives. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is not clear why the Biden administration, or the Biden, why the Biden administration yeah. has opposed such devastating sanctions on Afghanistan. The sanctions do not seem to be directed at overthrowing the Taliban. Rather, it could be that the Biden administration, after its bad political experience with the military withdrawal, does not want to take the risk of appearing to be soft on the Taliban. Oh. Duh. Gonna come out and say that you're being soft on them. <laughs> yeah, who's going to say that you're <laughs> soft on the fucking down? Uh, that's a political miscalculation as well as a moral one. Uh, the lethal effects of the U.S. sanctions in other countries have been mostly ignored because the sanctions have been wildly misunderstood as punishing governments rather than the whole population. But in the case of Afghanistan, is beginning to correct this misunderstanding. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is USA Today, and I'm pretty sure they have articles about how the sanctions in Russia are going swimmingly well. Yes. Yeah, probably. I'm sure they're, they're in full support of it, right? Because it's yeah. their man. It's their guy. So they're all about mm -hmm. it. And all you're well, doing I, is torturing the populace. That's all yeah. you're doing. Well, yeah. Again, it's 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 theater, right? I mean, this, this is the curtain. Or this isn't the curtain. I guess it's the flying monkeys. This is, this, mm. this is the flying monkeys. You know, Taliban is bad. You know, red man bad. You know, um, uh, Iran bad. Yemen, I don't think I don't think they really talk about Yemen very much. Well, no, they, they try to pretend that Yemen, Yemen like doesn't exist. Yeah, because yeah. if they had talked about it, there is no way you can talk about Yemen and it doesn't sound genocidal. Yeah, and I and I've had lefty progressive types that just say, "Oh, well, that was Trump's thing." I was like, "No, no, no, <laughs> sorry, no, you don't no. get to do that one." <laughs> Yeah, that way predates Trump. No, way but... predates Trump. I mean, Yemen has been a fucking war zone as long as I've been alive. 
Yeah. I can't remember a time when it wasn't. I mean, that's and that's well, the thing is like all of these countries. We but ga- them but gas sanctions. daddies or gas daddies in the in Saudi Arabia, they don't like them. So, yeah. Well, and that's they the thing go. is, you know, and look at what Saudi Arabia does. I mean, they're the largest monetary sponsor of terrorism. What was in the it world. 11, 11 of the 19, 911 hijackers? Yeah, 15. We're 15, 15. Something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. We're, we're Saudi Arabian. Um, don't forget Osama bin Laden himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Head of the I mean, bin Laden construction group. Also friend of the Bushes. Yeah. I mean, this is Saudi Arabia is where all of the money for international terrorism and all these terrible things comes from. That's where it comes from. That's where it gets laundered. That's where it gets heat spent. Is Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is also the place where they hang people for being gay. Uh, they just they stone women killed, in the streets. They just killed 81 people. Yeah. Like the largest mass uh, execution in, in history or something like that. Yeah, I think, I mean, was, this I think is, it was Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? Um, well, I mean, it wouldn't have been the largest in history. It would have been the largest in public, like, in, in like public open execution, maybe in history. But it's because, you know, the Nazis existed and so did uh, yeah, the Soviets. Saudi Arabia so. mass, ex- mass execution of 81 men. The largest yeah. mass execution in years. Yeah, in a very long time. And yeah, this is what Saudi do, like, Arabia... The Iranians do. Like, if they find, like, there's gay men, they just treat them like women. Which mm-hmm. to them is, like, less than a mm-hmm. goat. So. Uh, no, what, what they do... So, homosexuality <laughs> is outright banned in Iran. Um, but... A uh, imam in Iran years ago, back in the early 80s, mid 80s, something like that, said that Allah says nothing about uh, transgender. Right. He doesn't say anything about that. So you're allowed to convert to being a woman and that's okay. So if you're gay, it's much safer for you to go through transgender surgery, become a woman and then go after men than it is for you to be openly gay because that can get you killed in Iran. Um, and that's, that's There's why. A loophole. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's, that's why Iran actually has some of the finest transgender reassign or like gender reassignment surgeons in the world is because they do that many surgeries because it's the only way you can stay alive if you're gay in Iran and we would say that's barbaric and terrible. And the American government would happily condemn that and say it's barbaric and terrible. And yet Saudi Arabia is just as fucking bad. And they're one of our closest allies in the middle East. And the only reason they are is one fucking thing. Oil. Yeah. Let's see. uh, Deputy Deputy the Middle East Director for the Human Rights Watch, Michael Page, said, quote, Saudi Arabia's mass execution of 81 men this weekend was a brutal show of its uh, aerocratic rule and a justice system that puts the fairness of their trials and sentencing in serious doubt. The shocking Mm -hmm. callousness of their treatment is compounded by the fact that many families found out that their loved ones' deaths, just like the rest of us, after the fact and through the media. Wow. That's a... That's pretty harsh. Um, and Boogie says, what about Somalia? Our freedom is there somewhere, too, so we bombed them. Yeah, yeah. Mayor Scardi dumped a bunch of the freedom offshore so, you know, Somalis can't go catch fish. Yeah, we got a Forcing whole lot of freedom. Piracy. <laughs> we got a whole lot of freedom yeah. in Somalia. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's you know in Somalia. One Somalia's a weird fucking place, man. You ever wasn't go? The, I mean, I don't recommend it. But if you ever wasn't go, the an, wasn't the anniversary wasn't the anniversary of Black Hawk Down not too long ago? Yeah, it was. It was fairly recently. I don't remember exactly when recently, but it it was. Um, I actually got a chance to meet Michael Durant once. Um, he was super interesting to talk to. Um, and like he, what what I thought was most interesting is he said while he was a captive, like he always felt like his life was in danger, obviously, but like, he was like, but other than that, I wasn't ever mistreated the whole time. Like, even once they realized like there was something up with his back, like they were careful not to hurt him. Yeah. (laughs) Which always seemed really bizarre to me. Like you might kill this guy, but you care about like whether or not he's comfortable. (laughs) That's strange, but okay. Um, Oh no, I was wrong. Battle of Mogadishu was October 3rd, 4th, 1993. Yeah. Okay, it was in October. I was about to say that yeah. was a little bit later in the year. Yeah. But but yeah, talking to Duran, he was like, eh, I mean, you know, they, they didn't like beat me or anything. Like they that's you know, I was a prisoner. Yeah. It's like I was probably gonna get shot in the face at any moment. <laughs> I didn't know when I was gonna get executed, but like they didn't like beat me. They didn't torture me for intelligence. They just talked to me a whole bunch no. and interrogated me. But, so all right, here's here's one for you. Uh, on February 11th, the Biden administration issued an executive order to allocate Afghanistan's central bank fund. Why did the U.S. get to control Afghan's central bank funds? Because we're an empire? <laughs> yeah. Okay. On February 11th, the Biden administration issued an executive order to allocate uh, Afghanistan's central bank funds. I like funds. how they put half that, the it, Biden administration. We're, we're half not putting of it, Joe Biden's name on it, but we're just yeah. going to call it the whole administration. Half of it, $3.5 billion, would be, quote, for the benefit of the Afghan people. Sure. And the other half would be for the families of the victims of the September 11th terrorist attack. Which people in Afghanistan had, had nothing, nothing to do, to do with, do with it. <laughs> in other words, none of the $7 billion uh, Washington is holding would be returned to the central bank. Therefore, it continues the destruction of the Afghan economy. And yeah, the resulting mass starvation, no amount of foreign aid will make up for that. And so far, it's not clear how the Afghans people will benefit from the $3.5 million reserved for them. Yeah, how are you going to give them that? You have sanctions against it in the first fucking place. How are you going to give it to them? You're going to send aid workers to start handing out dollar bills? Oh boy, that'll work out well. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. you know, which is... <laughs> They all wanted they all wanted American currency when you were there too. Like there was always these kids that come up, they'd ask you two things. They'd be like, biscuit, biscuit. And like it took you a minute to remember that like for me it's a little easier to remember, but mo- I mean it t- still took me a minute to remember they meant like cookie. Yeah. Like the they're, they're British looking Empire for cookies. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um that they're looking for cookies. Well in, in Ireland it's it's a biscuit. In England it's a biscuit. It's yeah, it's well, just America I mean, that it's weird. Yeah. Um but it's America that it's right, damn it. <laughs> But like they'd they'd ask you for that. They'd like run along the trucks and be like, biscuit, biscuit. Like, yeah, I'm totally carrying an entire package of chips ahoy (laughs) just for you fuckers (laughs) in the middle of a war zone. That's obviously what I have. And then they'd be like, dollar, 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 because they'd want U.S. currency. And you're like, what are you going to fucking use that for? You're also in the middle of a war zone. I'm not going to have a dollar because I'm in the middle of a fucking war zone. Why would you have a dollar? What are you going to do with it? Like, (laughs) but the reality is if they had U.S. dollars right now, and they had collected a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. They can use that. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gosh. worth an enormous amount. Mm-hmm. 
now yeah. in Afghanistan. And yeah. instead, not... a uh, aid worker is going to get stomped to death by somebody wearing Chinese running shoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your fucking counterfeit Jordans. Yes. That's uh, get your get your throat cut with a bootleg CD. No, I remember the uh, when the Taliban uh, retook uh, Kandahar and everything, and there was like pictures of like all of the Taliban members. They were like dressed in so much Chinese knockoff stuff. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even funny. It was like, yeah, there's more knockoff. It's not, even, it's not even Chinese knockoff. It's like knockoff of Chinese knockoff. Yeah, yeah it's it's like Kyber Pass level shit. I, yeah, like, it's Kyber Pass. Yeah, Kyber Pass. Tell, like Kyber, one shoe was Kyber maybe Pass a little bit smaller than the other shoe that the guy was wearing. Kyber yeah. Pass where you can buy a Colt AK-47. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, you know, and that's my favorite part about the Kyber Pass guns is they always have like stamps like "Made in USA" and stuff, and it's like, like sure their knockoffs of FNs are always like you know what's, made in Belgium. What's the one? What was the, the, there was the, like one? There was one guy that was making them and was doing the "Made in USA" stamp on them, but like the S was backwards. Yeah. There's oh man. Um, actually, Ian McCollum does a, a video on like Chinese mystery pistols. He has a whole book on Chinese mystery pistols, and some of them are hilarious because like. It says made in the USA, but it's in Chinese characters. <laughs> but it says it. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go ahead and guess not. Uh, there's, yeah, I mean, you see all sorts of stuff like that. But I mean, they make all, they counterfeit all kinds of things in the Kyber. It's, it's, uh, it's a wild fucking place, man. You can visit it from the Pakistani side right now, as even as an American citizen with the yeah. US passport, if you want to go. Up well, there on the Pakistani side, like not even the Pakistani government goes up there. It's it's as wild eh. west as it gets. <laughs> eh, it's fine. You'll be fine. That's yes. where we need to build our cabin to be left alone. I yeah. mean, yeah, you probably could. White actually. dudes with red hair. Um, yeah, that'll be great. You you actually probably could get away with getting <laughs> left alone up there. They'd probably like as long as you didn't fuck with anybody, they'd be like, whatever, man. I don't wait. Care. They respect property rights. What? Yeah, like they huh? just they don't huh? give a shit. They don't give a shit. As long as you're not hurting anything, they're like, fuck it, I don't even give a shit. It's whatever, man. Yeah. Pay like, the local warlord something to stay up there. Yeah. You don't even, there aren't even local warlords you gotta pay. Like, you can literally <laughs> just, like, set up shop. And as long as you're not fucking with anybody, no one else cares. They're like, whatever, it's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Human Rights Watch immediately criticized the executive order, noting that, the quote, restrictions on the banking system are intensifying the country's already serious human rights crisis. Of course. Duh. Uh, I mean, like coming off of 20 years of fucking war. <laughs> if Afghanistan continues to descend into a nightmare of starvation, suffering and death, the Biden administration will not escape the blame for this, as well as the refugee crisis. More than a million Afghanistans have estimated to have fled since August. Mm-hmm. The Biden administration will also will be blamed if the result is a failed state that allows for mm. the establishment of a center for terrorist activity and recruitment has happened in Syria was. when the Islamic State emerged there. What a shock. What a completely uh, unrelated coincidence who? to Central Intelligence Agency activities. <laughs> and we left a bunch of guns and weapons there. What a uh, 80, $86 billion worth of arms or something like that? Like, Imagine my shock. They went and used them? America, America is the equivalent on the international stage of Jerry Springer. Yes. Right. Oh, okay, hold on. Just hold like... that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Okay. Nearly 50 members of Congress warned Biden in a letter that economic collapse in Afghanistan, quote, due to U.S. sanctions, could create ungoverned spaces and enable uh, resentment against the U.S., producing no. fertile grounds for groups like ISIS no. to gain strength. What? Yeah. 
So you mean all, to tell me that when the Empire... Setting up, they're already setting up for Afghanistan 3.0. So when the Empire yeah. came and burned Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, that <laughs> radicalized Luke Skywalker into fighting against the Empire? What? What? Are you telling me those blast points were way, way too precise for Sand People? I'm sorry, yeah. I had to do it. I apologize. That, My whole that, life has been a lie. That's wrong. <laughs> I, it, it, it's, leave it to me to bring it back to Star Wars. How did you bring it to Dune? Yeah, well. Spice must flow. <laughs> that's that's the whole reason the U.S. was in Afghanistan, because the yes. spice must flow. Um, the spice the CIA couldn't On this planet, we call it opium, and it's $500 billion a year in smack. Yeah. Actually, I mean, yeah, no. and that's... Um, that actually, Hashtag pin on... That same documentary that I watched that actually is is brought up that like the Taliban is cracking down really hard on the opium trade and has reduced it by like a full third. Yeah. Uh, in the past couple of years, like that's brought up and this was filmed literally like produced months before 9-11 and the U.S. invasion of Afghanistan. Amazing. Like, that's... <laughs> that's, is, that why there's, is that why there's so many fentanyl overdoses happening yeah. in the United States? Gosh. Dang. I mean, they don't have, it's not they like don't have we heroin? have a, a show on Hulu called Dope Sick about overprescriptions yep. of opium. Yeah. So. And the largest the largest fine in like US history leveled yeah. against a company uh, yep. over it because they're literally giving kickbacks to doctors to overprescribe. Yeah. Opiate painkillers. Hey, they oh, get yeah. a free it's, trip to Hawaii. It's like the military yeah, industrial right. complex exists in other industries. Oh no. Gosh, almost. I'm just I'm so fucking shocked. I can't believe this you, actually goes on. The nerve of these knuckleheads. You yeah, are they, a conspiracy if they just, theorist. If they just listened to our <laughs> podcast, this would never have happened. <laughs> that this very fine podcast. <laughs> this excellent quality. Show. You know what quality. fine stands for, right? Fucked up, insecure, neurotic, emotional. Yeah. 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 I know Snafu for Fubar. Yeah, I was gonna say I prefer. I, yeah, say situation normal, all fucked, <laughs> all up, fucked up and yeah. fucked up beyond all recognition. You know, the funny thing is, is that uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan brought those back. Like, no one was saying those anymore. And then yeah. they got brought back, especially FUBAR. And, like, we in Afghanistan and Iraq, we said it all the time. Yeah. Like, yep, it's FUBAR, as yeah. usual. <laughs> FUBAR, yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm 42, so I was raised by a bunch of those, uh, you know, <laughs> those old-timers in World War II. So I got to hear a lot of shit. A lot of shit. All right, you ready for some more? Uh... Go for it. Fucked up. Hit, hit me. All right. Yeah, sure. Why not? Rock me, SB, SEC, that is the Security and Exchange Commission. Yes. Uh, proposes long-awaited rules. Not the Southeast Conference? No. Oh, fuck yeah. Alabama. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, SEC. Yeah. Go Tigers. <laughs> G-E-A-U-X. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, SEC proposes long-awaited rules on companies' emissions and their climate risk. Mm, climate risk you know i have a bumper sticker on the back of my truck that says global warmer and uh (laughs) that's how much i give a fuck but (laughs) i i used to have like i i was a little bit of an environmentalist when in my younger days even though i worked a logging company uh (laughs) and, and i used to have this bumper sticker and it was like earth first right the big earth first logo yeah and then little letters that said log earth first and then get the rest of the planets later yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, but um, 
Uh, Security and Exchange Commission proposed rules Monday that would force publicly traded companies to reveal the ways climate change could threaten their businesses and their own contributions to global warming. Uh, so this is ESG. That's it, what this it, is. Yes. The SEC voted 3-1 to one Monday uh, to propose long-awaited standards for how businesses trade on the stock market must reveal to investors yeah. the ways climate change affects their financial stability along with their own rules and production of greenhouse gases. SEC Chairman Gary Gensler, a Democrat, along with Democratic Commissioners Allison Lee and Carolyn Crenshaw, voted in favor of the rule, while SEC Commissioner Hester Price, the agency's sole Republican, voted against it. Under the proposed rules, public traded companies will be required to explain in their regular discourses to investors how certain climate-related risks can affect their finances. Potential risks include the rising frequency of severe weather, the potential cost of, sh of shifting away from fossil fuel, and a company's own efforts to limit its carbon footprint. Companies m will be required to calculate these potential costs from data they already compile for regular disclosures to investors. Yeah. All right, this, this, is where it gets, this is where it gets spicy. This is where it gets spicy? Companies will also be required to disclose their, quote, scope one emissions. That's the amount of greenhouse gas emissions they pr directly produce through their own business operations, such as manufacturing or mining, along with their sc scope two emissions, which come from the energy they purchase to keep their businesses running. You know what would help with all of that? All of those greenhouse gas emissions and what it takes to manufacture things. Nuclear fucking power. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, no, companies would also companies would also be required to report their quote scope three greenhouse gas emissions, which include emissions from the goods and services purchased by the farm if they have set public emissions and reduction targets if those emissions pose a direct financial risk to the businesses. Yeah. Wait, why would the emissions pose a direct financial threat to the businesses? So okay, so okay, so this is it's a small business killer is what this is yeah, so yeah. your business has to has to has to disclose right what its carbon footprint is how it's going to reduce its carbon footprint but then it also you also have to disclose the carbon footprint of the companies that you do business with yeah see i, right? I so, noticed so that if, too if, like which means if, if that eric's, ones that aren't publicly traded right? so if, if eric's trucking even though they're not <laughs> Even though they're not, even though they're not publicly traded, if Eric's Trucking moves uh, uh, Andrew's cigars, Andrew's cigars is a publicly traded company. They have to dis Andrew Cigars has to disclose the carbon footprint of Eric's Trucking yep. in order to yeah. be within the rules of this SEC ruling. It's their way of it's their way of backdooring getting into attacking small businesses without openly doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's well because only the big firms are going to be able to actually keep track of any mm -hmm. of that nonsense and uh, it's it's and green new it's yeah reports. it's green new deal bullshit. Yeah, and trade all of the little carbon credits they amassed along mm -hmm. the way to another company. Yes. For yeah. profit. Yes. Yeah. Which is and it's. <laughs> First of all, homeogenetic uh, climate change is most likely a load of horseshit. And second of all, <laughs> even if it's not, are you fucking kidding me right now? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really want to piss somebody off that's all into the environmentalism stuff. It was like, oh, but, you know, air temperatures and everything. I was like, well, what's air temperature? Is it at ground level? Is it five inches above ground level, 50 feet above ground level? Well, I what like we to point about? out that, that we have records of the, the temperatures fluctuating over the course of the Earth dramatically hotter, dramatically yeah. colder, dramatically hotter, dramatically colder. And they've yeah. been trending steadily warmer ever since the last ice age with the lone yeah, exception that's... of the little ice age, which was caused by a giant fucking volcano that's, eruption. That's my thing. Like, doesn't count. Like, like we, were want this, we were all once covered in ice. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's. We're not covered in ice anymore. We're warmer. Oh, yeah, not, not me. So I was a shocker. Nice. Shocker. I'm in the driftless area. Yeah, you're in the driftless area. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the My other favorite area. is we never had the, ice. Uh, the the medieval uh, warming period. It's like, yeah. Can you imagine all of those serfs just driving around in their SUVs all day long? Yeah, <laughs> to to undo the little ice age from. Yes. Uh, I forget which volcano it was that went, but um, oh, it was uh, Sardinia, right? Yeah, was like, it Sardinia was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, but Krakatoa like, was another one that caused a little. little I mean, these, these are the, I mean, they, the, these are the same people that want to drill into the Yellowstone caldera to relieve the pressure. Yeah, yeah, it's like could that go wrong. There's, yeah. you know, there's a volcano Let's, in Mexico. We also, they, they also, they also want to cast dust into the sky, uh, in order to limit UV. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's they, a, that's Bill, that's Bill Gates' uh, little project. Oh yeah, there's no. I was, I was gonna say there's there's yeah. a volcano in Mexico that literally exists because a farmer's plow accidentally pierced a pocket <laughs> in his field, and now there's a gigantic volcano Oops. <laughs> where where like a bunch of farms used to be because of that. Imagine so, explaining like, that one to the neighbors. Yeah, it's, <laughs> lo siento, lo siento. Uh, it's, <laughs> but the Hector, what did you do? Yeah, what the hell? I, I, but the you know, they also talk about how well nuclear winter could be good for the planet because it would cool it back down. Like yeah. these, these are how dumb <laughs> these people are. And yeah, these like, are also the, the same people oh. that had a news story like no no bullshit. We're just like, well, you know, war is is actually very good for the economy. Oh my goodness! Just think of all those broken windows. Every single yeah. broken window you can think of. Oh yeah, <sighs> there's uh, uh, but I mean. This is so it's over a problem that probably doesn't actually exist. Um, you know, the the largest polluters in the world pretty consistently are militaries. Yeah. And, and the United States fired, military being in the biggest one. So, uh, well, yeah, coal fired did, power plants. What did tide do to India? I'm ju just yeah. I'm just saying tides one of the world's biggest countries. What did they do to India? You mean India is one of the biggest countries? Tide's no, one of the biggest Tide, countries. Tide's one of the biggest companies in the world. Companies. Uh, they're they're yeah. manufacturing environmental damage that they did in India, right? When you got kids with fucking eight fingers and no anuses. Thanks, Tide. Yeah. yeah. Well, Box. yeah. I mean, mayors, but I mean, like, a whole bunch of uh, toxic Procter waste. and Gamble. Yeah. 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 I mean, but the like, look at look at all the environmental damage that places like Raytheon do and. Um, you know, and I mean, I, I hate to hit on a, you know, hate on a local company, but Oshkosh, uh, yeah. manufacturing and, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, you a lot of have, these companies. Yeah. You also have Nestle up there, like literally draining all of the great lakes for fresh water. <laughs> so. I mean, that would take a really, really, really long time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really long time. Um, but like you're, you're talking about, you know, these giant corporations that, 
have massively nasty environmental impacts. Okay, fine. But that isn't what this is about. This is really secretly about trying to kill off their little competition. Yeah, it's a vertically integrate the economy. Right, because it's much easier if you're a fascist country to manage your economy with a government if all of oh, yeah. the companies are concentrated in just a few. That's much easier to control than it is a bunch of little guys. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Fascist countries hate lots of tiny businesses. If those small countries don't, or if those small companies don't like it, they should just move out into the woods. It's a private company, bro. Yeah. It's a private government, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Burn them in I the mean, managerial that's... elite. I don't know. Where have we go. heard this one before? Yeah. yeah. Well, in the industry I work Has, in is Hashtag Pete is right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the industry I work in is more heavily regulated than most. And mm -hmm. the amount of shit that, like, it takes eight weeks to teach people about all the regulations yeah. that you have to conform with in my industry. Like, there's so much going on. We have and to And let so me guess, at the end of those people. eight weeks, nobody could be tested on it because they have forgotten all of it. Probably, yeah. You wouldn't remember what law applies to yeah. what. And it's, you're never going to remember because there's that many of them, you know, and this is another example where there's going to be small businesses because there's really in the, the lending industry, a day. It's another book. That we can <laughs> yeah. Read. I think it's, I think it's up to five now, isn't it? There's something like yeah, that. It's, it's ridiculous. It's probably fucking 12. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> leave it to the Northeast, but no. the, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, all these, all there used to be tons and tons and tons of small lenders out there. Lots of them. Yeah. And they're all gone now. There aren't mm -hmm. any real small lenders anymore. It's all the big ones because yeah. they're the only ones that can afford to do those things. So, <laughs> yeah, Chris yeah. is is in our chat, even though he's not on the thing. He's, are you yeah. assuming this is a fascist country? <gasps> oh, no. Mm. I mean, it's not like they have, like, sticks and axe heads up there in Congress or anything. Yeah. It's not or like in my state house where they're literally all around the... Uh, the House of Representatives side. <laughs> it's not like the words e pluribus unum appear on our money out of yeah. many one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not fascist at all. No. That's <laughs> uh, it's literally uh, the motto of fascist. Oh, you guys are anti-fascist, huh? Great. Don't look at the Lincoln Memorial too closely. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking usurping piece of shit. <laughs> But Andrew, 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 Andrew has a, a military or a, a military history. Yeah, and I specialized in in World War II and the American Civil War. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I know all about Lincoln. That's yeah. uh, habeas corpus. What habeas corpus? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Journalists say something bad about me in the paper. Throw him in a prison. I think I heard them play at the Shortline Theater. Right? I love that band. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's, Speaking of theaters, hey, Mr. Lincoln, uh, how do you feel about going to Ford's tonight for a show? John yeah, Wilkes Booth, just saying. <laughs> yeah. Who may or may not have been paid by the Rothschild. Well, and, and don't forget uh, Derica, who's hasn't been on the show in a while, but uh, uh, she has it. She has a, a placard in her yard. Yep. Um, that designates like the historical trail that John Wilkes ran down to the mud farm. <laughs> Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It was put there without her permission on her land that she pays for. Yep. And people constantly wander onto her land because of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The little podunk town that I live in, there's a uh, set of stairs that goes up to the levee of the Mississippi River. And that little piece of property is actually owned by somebody, but the uh, city just put a 
set of concrete steps up it anyways. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we didn't think anybody owned the levee. I was like, no, my land goes like all the way to the fucking river. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally have property rights to the yeah yeah it's like <laughs> that part of the levee and down next to the river is like all of mine <laughs> yeah they did that here in town along a beach where they they dump sand because obviously we don't naturally have beaches here really and so they they dump sand along the edge of the river and they did it way down in front of all these people's houses for like to create a public beach and like that's all private property all the way along yeah, it's there like you can't and do so that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and by the time people complain, because they just like did it one day, people complain and they're like, well, the sand's there now. No. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> damn it, no man. <laughs> like, what? No. Uh, but it's my, it's my land. What the fuck? Yeah. That's, no. I mean, you see shit. It's like, like I'm sorry, do you pay property taxes? No, that's ours. You just rent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just leasing no. it. It's not yours. Yep. But I mean, that's the thing, though, with, Hash, it, with, with hashtag this. Hashtag uh, uh, glares and, and Walden. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, this is—that's what this law or what this proposed rule is. First of all, the, the only reason they can do this is because of Chevron, right? Which is like one of the worst <sighs> Supreme Court decisions in history. Yeah. Um, and because without Chevron, you don't have any of that shit. <laughs> but on top of that, like this is this is them going after the small businesses so that they can exercise greater control over the economy. It's not about the environment. It's not about keeping people or the environment healthy it's about control and it always yeah. will be gotta mm-hmm. make sure those cronies get their get their books yep so all right we're uh we're getting on time so eric again thank you no no problem for filling in at the last minute um designated hitter yes yes you're bad at cleanup tonight <laughs> so, um so yeah throw out your plugs uh my plugs as you can see uh down there yep uh eric at uh, rwac podcast on twitter that's where you can find me i'm also on float uh at rebel with cause over there uh you can guys can come over and uh see my wonderful show uh rebel with cause podcast that's on uh youtube rumble odyssey and any kind of podcatcher you think of uh this week i actually have one lee enfield from uh very nice this and he's going to be on uh tuesday so that'll that'll be a fun show and then i'm uh, working on getting ryan dawson on pretty soon too so. <laughs> you're getting canceled and his so bell. hard bro you're getting canceled so hard <laughs> i look forward to it you're gonna have the little hat so angry at you <sighs> no yeah go find him on tiktok also yes i do like replying to people on tiktok it is quite fun <laughs> that's that's it's such a drain it's so it's so just a time it's just it is a time suck and it is <sighs> non-stop psychopathy but it's, it's great at the same time. That's why I don't have a TikTok right there. <laughs> not uh, yet. It's, it's habit forming. Not yet. No. No. Yet. I refuse. You too. Existed thus will far, be. I will continue. Right. You, don't have a, you don't have a new Facebook yet either. Yeah. No, I'm not going to bother with a face. Fuck Facebook. All right. Fuck yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. That weird fucking lizard robot. Yeah. I deleted my Facebook and Instagram accounts years ago. And I'm not going back. So. Oh, Andrew got blackballed. Yeah, I, I can't get a Facebook. Um, I still have my Instagram, weirdly, but Facebook. It was part of those, uh, uh, the Boogaloo ones that were all deleted. Oh, yes. Right, those be- were right before the election. Yeah. Yep, we were all purged. So, not me. I'm still here. I'm still in all of them. I'm a, I'm a good boy. Hashtag not I, fed. <laughs> I blame all of my uh, 
all my um, hashtag not a wine quest memes. <laughs> <laughs> right, Andrew, throw out your plug, man. Let's get out of here. All right. Uh, so if you want to care for your beard like a Viking like I do, you should hit up the beardstruggle.com. Use coding Danicus15 to get 15% off of your entire order, and you can keep your beard shiny and soft and wonderful and smelling great with their new scents, including the Platinum Sense, and they have the fantastic new Beard Straightener 2.0. It's got carbon fiber. It's got gold. It's super cool, and you want it. You can also uh, be sure to check out uh, the Poppins patches because the dude sports the website. He makes all sorts of cool patches. And, uh, you know, he's super awesome. And poppinspatches.com. Check out Boog Boogie on Twitter. He makes all the cool flags. Uh, I don't have any up. Chris has some up. Uh, he makes the Boog Unity one. He, my Boog Wisconsin one he makes, as well as Boog uh, flags for all of the other states. Also, I'm an affiliate of RK Spookware. If you print shooty boys for yourself and you need all the little metal parts and all the extra cool stuff that you inevitably need for that, Check out RK Spookware. If you use the link in the description, you are using my affiliate link and you support me and as well as getting really cool stuff. And uh, I would really like for you to support me because that would be cool of you. And, you know, I'll <laughs> love you forever. Um, check us out on Odyssey. Check us out on Rumble. Uh, we're on also we're on MeWe. Um, we don't have one on Getter yet. I keep meaning to do it. Also, don't forget to buy Derek's book. Think for yourself. I think a critical thinking workbook for beginners it's 10 bucks on amazon and uh, it is a workbook and it is for beginners keep that in mind before you mm -hmm. order it also check out classicfirearms.com they're giving me all sorts of cool shirts they're super awesome and they do giveaways constantly i post them on my twitter links to them where you can win free guns and they are not cheap guns kids <laughs> they are very very expensive guns oh. with very, very expensive optics so, so no bud mosens cry, yeah cries in californian <laughs> so yeah no no mosins uh but you can uh right now they're giving away uh an lwrci um oh, nice. with a trigicon optic on it oh. uh it is fantastic they just gave away oh, for nice. st patrick's day a i think a daniel defense why do you gun. hate me andrew why do you hate uh, me give away m82s from time to time m107s from time to time um, always check them out they also have great uh prices on ammo they have great prices on guns check them out classicfirearms.com um, all right uh give us a piece of a piece of life advice eric a piece of life advice mm -hmm. don't step behind your bass player it's bad juju all right i'll allow it we'll catch you on the next one peace peace